if we then wrap it up based on your work experience and findings, what are your best practices that you want to teach brands when strategically thinking, approaching uh, their sound branding in the new now? But building off of a really strong foundation, um, a really strong strategy. Um, and at this time in our culture, a purpose-driven foundation, because uh, music is emotion and emotion that comes from emotion is going to, to, to service um, you better and your, your brand better. I think um, we are not at a point in brands where you can think about the last two seconds of advertising and that's it. You know, um, if you want to do that, that's okay. But there's so many more opportunities. There's so many places where sound plays a role in your brand perception. So taking a step back to think holistically about those experiences and what sound can drive. Um, thinking forward about your media plan and your media buying plan and where are you going in the future and what part of your brand is going to be most critical to that experience because this is where a lot of the visual to sonic shifting is, is happening. And then I think the last thing that we always really talk about um, is uh, saturation. So once you create something, um, <clears throat> you need to get it out there in a meaningful way. You need for people to, to hear it. You need some amount of consistency, at least in the beginning. And then you have all of the opportunity and permission like a McDonald's whose sonic identity has been around for over a decade at this point to be incredibly flexible in it. Um, I think commitment to uh, consistency and saturation is sometimes very difficult. It requires you bringing a lot of stakeholders on board at the beginning. But that for me is the most interesting, fun part of the process, hearing about different groups and their challenges, whether it's your tech team or your app development team or your retail team and saying, okay, here's how we're going to service this with a really strong strategy. Love it. Love it. And now I want to know, I know one is fireworks. So I want to know sounds that evokes positive versus negative, uh, like perception and emotions in you and why? Sure. So negative, let's start with negative because um, I had this experience last night. So I live on the Hudson River um, and we have a lot of big trees. So since moving here, the wind has become uh, instinctively and primal scary. Um, in a way that I didn't experience when I lived in New York City. So it's just been a shift in how my brain works that the wind is really going. I wake up and then I'm pretty much awake. Me and the dog both don't like the wind in this new location where there's a lot of big trees around. Um, and fireworks is definitively is definitively one. In terms of positive sounds, you know, I can say um, I'm very blessed with a four-year-old who loves being tickled. Um, I was not a kid who liked being tickled. And I know now that like, if a kid doesn't like being tickled, you should not tickle them. Um, I have a four-year-old who's like more, more, more. And I purposefully, I think her particular baby laughter um, just really brings such joy that uh, we can tickle her all day. And both of those I think are very primal safety and health based responses. Um, so the power of that. I think um, on the flip side of wind, we do also have some lovely wind chimes outside that when they're going and the weather in a slow way and the weather is right, um, it evokes that feeling of home and comfort and relaxation you talked about. Oh, lovely. And now we're gonna end with a few quick questions. On a scale of one to 10, how important is music in your daily life? Oh, I mean, that's a, that's a nine, I would say. Um, 
I think for me, from a working out perspective, it's really critical. And from a family bonding perspective, it's really critical. So um, me and the kids, we all love dancing. And so that's a quick group activity that gets everybody. And I hope that they'll remember that time that we spent dancing together. Cause I know I remember the music around my parents' house, um, you know, which was not just religious for the record, um, that uh, the Linda Ronstadt Greatest Hits album will like always bring a smile to my face from my early 80s childhood, late 80s childhood. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Yeah, and then work, you know, we like get to listen to music all the time at work. And I think it's really important for bonding with our, our crew at Man Made Music. Yeah, music makes us happy. So what is pumping in your ears, uh, earphones today then? So, uh, so interestingly, uh, we are coming at the end of, of Black History Month here in the US. So um, I made a date with my six-year-old to watch Black is King this weekend, but I know how his brain works and there's like a comfort and familiarity thing that I need to, to breed in order for him to be like, oh, this is familiar. So um, water, um, you know, some of, the, some of the tracks from Beyonce's Black is King, I've started putting on rotation in the car so that this weekend he'll be like, okay, yes, like I'm already there, I'm familiar and can get engrossed in the, the beautiful visuals of the, you know, the African diaspora. <laughs> and then now we want to know two to three songs that give you the chills. Oh, so one of them is You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt, which I already mentioned. Um, I just I just love that song. It makes me um, incredibly happy. And I think that that is based in that childhood. I think that, um, you know, I already talked about, so I have to mention again, that Carrie Underwood cover of How Great Thou Art, despite having, you know, moved on from that background or, or theology, um, the power in that performance um, was incredibly moving. Um, and then I think recently, so my kid loves Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Um, and that's like been like the most recent track that he and I both enjoy together. Like he can, he listens to things over and over and over. This is a behavior of, of small children. And that one, I'm like, yeah, okay, do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah, that's fine. So <laughs> I'm going to name those three. And then now sing a little bit a song that just pops up in your mind right now, like Hamid. Absolutely not. <laughs> and this goes back to, this goes back to when I was very small, I remember singing a church song in the back of the car and my mom, who was a very um, uh, strong, direct woman saying to me, Lori, there are many things you are good at but singing is not one of them. And uh, that memory will always stick with me. So every time, which is frequent at the studio, when we're in the studio, someone says to me, hey, do you mind putting some vocals on? Nope, I am not your girl for vocals. <laughs> hey, you have to break that spell now. I know, I should probably get trained in some way. Oh, it's so be lovely to have you on board and I've learned so much from you. Thank you so much. And then what is next for Mame Music? And if people want to know more about you guys and come in contact with you, uh, what should I do? So um, www.manmademusic.com is our website and we try to keep that updated. The blog is going, it has some recent posts. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Lauren McGuire um, at Man Made Music. This week we are doing a series of discussions with Ida Merriam Davis as we go through Black History Month about um, intellectual property, about um, 
the ancestors and how critical they are about um, her message of anti-DEI, belonging, dignity, and justice. And you know, on that token of building a foundation of a better company, there are some changes coming for man-made music. And I just, um, I can't talk about them in this moment, but look forward to them in the next couple of months as we, as we move forward and evolve. I'm excited to invite you back for the next episode where you can talk about all the new things that you've got done. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Jazz. It was great talking to you. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Power of Audio, Science and AI. I'm Jasmine Moradi, your host, and thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and support by sharing this content on your social media. This episode is supported by Stockholm Music City.